positive mental training, change of vocabulary. We want to change the things that we see. Change what you hear. When you change your mindset, everything changes. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mindset for Student-Athletes with Coach Joe. I am your host. People in the sports world call me Coach Joe. I'm going to speak to you today a little bit about Marcus Aurelius, a Roman emperor that lived 2,000 years ago. I want to follow up a little bit on our last episode. We talked about mindset deliverables. And remember, when we were talking about the mindset deliverables, we were making sure to write down what our goals, desires are. And I left you with a quote, the faintest ink is more powerful than the strongest memory. Essentially what that quote means is to make sure that you write stuff down. While we all try to say that I'm going to have a good memory and I'm going to remember the things that I have, writing something down does something to your brain. It has that effect of looking, seeing, absorbing, and then the information kind of stays in there. So uh, try to remember that. Remember to check us out at Coach Joe M. That's the Instagram. And if you want to email me, please feel free to email me at CoachJoeMindset at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, www.pti.coach, where the body meets the mind. So Marcus Aurelius, Roman emperor, lived over 2,000 years ago, considered one of the most important Stoic philosophers. I think I've said this in some of my earlier podcasts, and anyone who has met me and listens to me would know that I was a philosophy minor in college. So I did like to read about philosophy. I'd like to understand it. I obviously love to understand how the mind works. I've read Marcus Aurelius. I've read his writings. I've thought a lot about the things he says and the manner in which he says it. I find it fascinating that these words come from a human being 2,000 years ago. I'm not sure why I find this fascinating, but I ask you the same thing. Um, You know, sometimes I go through this world and I think that I am the only one that exists, and me and the people around me, and nothing really existed 1,000 years ago. It seems so far away, but... When you go back and you read and you do a little bit of history on people that lived thousands of years ago, and you hear some of the words that they used, and those words are timeless, and you think about how they were experiencing their life then, and how I currently experience my life today, and I have the internet, they didn't have any internet. But yet the things that they were saying are very similar to things that I'm feeling and the things that I am saying. And I'm sure you'll agree with me when I start going through some of these. Marcus Aurelius died, you know, most likely they, they say of the plague or some cancer on a military campaign or, or something like that. But during his life, he wrote 12 short books. I'm going to briefly speak to you about most of them. But if you go through the books, in book one, he thanks people. He thanks those to whom he's indebted to. So he thanks his grandfather for teaching him to be candid, modest. He thanks his father for teaching him to be humble and calm and frugal. And he thanked his mother for teaching him to be generous and non-materialistic. He also thanked his teachers who taught him the value of hard work and self-discipline. So he goes through book one and he's really just writing to himself 
thanking others for things that they brought to his life. So I want you to think about that and be thankful. So that's what I want you to take out of book one. Book two, he reminds us that each day we're going to meet terrible people. So think about it. 2,000 years ago, he was saying, you're going to meet terrible people. And I think about it today. Yeah, I am you know, positive all the time, but we're going to meet some terrible people. But he reminds himself as he's writing that we have faults too. So we shouldn't really be angry with people because they all have faults. For we are all just bits of blood, bone, and breath. Our life is fleeting. You know, as for death, he said, it's nothing to fear. It can't really hurt us, but the most important part of us is our mind. So we shouldn't let ourselves feel anxious about the present or be afraid about the future. So in his second writing, he says, freedom is the control of our minds. And I think what he reminds us of is live life in the present. I think that was pretty important. In book three, he tells us to be mindful of little things like cracks in a loaf of bread. So, you know, a loaf of bread was something pretty important 2,000 years ago, and Marcus Aurelius is reminding us to, to be mindful of those little things like a crack of bread, the texture of figs and olives. The words that he used were probably conducive to the time that he lived. He lived in a time where it was mainly fruits and vegetables and figs and olives and plant-based Mediterranean type of diet. He reminds us to be mindful of just the mundane things and the charm of life. He says, don't gossip and speculate about what others say or do. Instead, think and talk only about the things you would not be ashamed of if they were found out. I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, just, just talk about the things that you're proud of, things that you're not being ashamed of. And there is nothing more valuable than a mind pursuing truth, justice, fortitude. So... He reminds us to be good and do good. In his next book, he tells us that we can always find solitude in our own minds. So Marcus Aurelius would quite often sit almost in like a desert type of setting and just write to himself. Um, if our minds are serene, we'll find that peace and happiness. And, and don't be so concerned about how others view you. You know, you have very little control about how someone else views you, but you do have control about how you behave. I mean, he said this before the internet and social media. Think about it. You know, we have Instagram, Snapchat, every type of social media platform where everyone is saying everything about everyone else. And 2,000 years ago, he's reminding us to just find peace and happiness within yourself. So find peace in your own mind and don't get into the extra chatter. In his next book, he he reminds us about the morning, waking up each morning and doing good work. We should act naturally and contribute to society. Don't ask or expect payment or gratitude for doing good deeds. Be satisfied with being like a vine that bears good fruit because virtue is its own reward. So do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I've reminded you in some of my other episodes that It was one of the golden rules at my high school um, at Chaminade. Do the right thing because it's the right thing to do and expect nothing in return. In his next book, he disavows revenge. He says, better not to imitate that type of injury. I thought that was very interesting. We all want to get revenge on somebody, but Aurelius reminds us, why are you going to imitate that type of behavior? If you imitate that type of behavior, you're only acting in the same manner. So do not seek revenge. You know, seek peace in your own mind. He then advocates for patience and tolerance in his next book. 
Um, so again, wow, you know, in a time where, you know, he had patience and he was tolerant, it was a different type of society that he was living in. But he reminds us that nature works like wax. It continually transforms itself. So be patient. People are going to speak ill will of you no matter what you do, but be tolerant of it. Evil people are going to try your patience, um, but try to remain happy by controlling your response. So be patient and have, fur- and have faith. Be patient and have faith. In his next book, he argues that being disconnected from humanity is like cutting off one of your own limbs. I thought that was interesting. Okay. He reminds us that we are connected to nature and other people. So you are also connected. And remember that you have that in- interconnectivity. You may have heard the concept is six degrees of separation between everyone in the world. And if you've ever gone to school and talked to your professors, sometimes they'll do some of those exercises where if you sat in a square of people, put five or six people around each other and just started asking questions, about an hour later, you would find some type of connection that you have to people by a cousin, a relative, a friend, someone you met the other day. So we are all interconnected uh, into nature. Um, No matter what you encounter, maintain that moderate and controlled mind. So he reminds you that while you are interconnected with nature, speak good words, because those words are part of nature and everything's going to flow back to you. I know that's sometimes challenging uh, for you young student athletes. You're in high school, you're in a very difficult time. Sometimes you're in college, you're dealing with pressure, anxiety. You think people get away with stuff. And I would just kind of remind you, if someone gets away with something, so what? Walk away, whatever. Be more resilient in speaking good words to yourself. In his uh, big books 9, 10, and 11, he kind of argues that we should be moderate, sincere, honest, and calm. All right? You know, at the time, he talked about uh, being humorous. You know, if someone's speaking ill will of you, you can ask and probe them as to why, and then kind of use humor to disarm the worst of those people. Using humor to disarm them or making fun of yourself kind of changes the whole direction of the conversation. And, you know, when I speak to a lot of different student athletes and they tell me the stories they're going through and just being the father of, you know, four daughters and their high school years and what they went through, he's he's dead on, you know? And and I, I try to say, use humor to disarm those types of situations. And then all of a sudden you find out that you're not really on a different page than those people. And then in his last book, I think this is where he brings it all home. He asks, why do we love ourselves best, but so often we value the opinion of others over our own? And he says, this is a mistake that we value the opinion of someone else about ourselves more than we value our own opinion. And remember that the destiny of the greatest and worst of human beings is really the same. You know, in the end, we're all going to turn to ashes. So love yourself best and don't necessarily value the opinion of others when that opinion is not necessarily going to be consistent with the way you feel about yourself. One of his last books, he wrote from his tent far from home and never to return. His last quote was, life is warfare and a stranger's sojourn, and after fame, oblivion. So he leaves you with, 
in his last book to make sure that you look in the mirror and you love yourself first. So I think uh, those, those books are great. I tried to synthesize them for you. Hopefully you can remember some of them. Uh, you go back, hopefully you took some notes during this podcast and um, just try to think about them. Write down one or two of them, sit down, think about some of the things that he said. Um, if you're really ambitious, pick up one of uh, the Marcus Aurelius books. You could read about them. I'm going to leave you with my quote of the day, which really comes from Marcus Aurelius, is live your best life. Live your best life. Don't, don't forget to live your best life. Remember, these principles are timeless. That's what I love about them. So when you go back, these are things that were said 2,000 years ago. And as we sit here today, in our present culture, in our present environment, these principles do not go away. I think that's pretty profound. I think if you think about it, you'll agree that it's pretty profound. And if it's something that's timeless, it's something that you probably should try to ingrain into your mindset and into your habits and into your thought process. Thank you very much for listening to Mindset for Student Athletes with Coach Joe. Please check us out at Coach Joe M on the Instagram and email us at Coach Joe Mindset at Gmail. Peace out.